Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the Flogcast for Round 7. The number one fan of Hardwick from Richmond, Burnsy, is here. And I'm joined by the Andrew Mackey of Podcasts from St Kilda. Cooksy. Why are you speaking so slow? Because we keep getting interrupted. Sorry, did, did Cookson say something? Oh, no, but Dan did my intro. Couldn't think of anything funny, so thanks, Dan. Teamwork, man. That's the podcast way. If I received the handball from Mackie, I don't think I'd accept it. <laughs> I'd let my opposition player just take the ball. <laughs> <laughs> if you high-fived me after a goal, I'd have to call for the sanitizer. <laughs> the North equivalent of plugger and smasher danzy you saved that you couldn't remember that off my heart the holder of collingwood's 2016 leading goal kicker trophy morgsy hello everybody and the head of the Thai vickery fan club from hawthorne peensy i need ex-teammates to stick up for me <laughs> what the hell's peensy well that's his that's his paul Rusey nickname listen we're not going to run with this shit again i mean it, it was it was silly last week and we it's, it's, we've it's, run with the coin for like five weeks now so maybe we will well i i still have no idea why we're running with it in the first <laughs> place it's if it's, if it's look, the first time round, if it fluked nine correct winners okay i would understand but i mean gee what's the best the coin's ever done Ace. Six. Eight. It did eight. The second week. When did it do eight? The week you jumped off it. Oh, yeah, that, that would be right too. Goo <laughs> um, or tears? Who wants to go first? I'm going to have goo. Good footy on the weekend. About fucking time. Good defending as well. Dylan Robertson, all Australian. Lock it in. Who's Dylan Robertson? <laughs> I'm not trolling. I'm being legitimate. I think he's Russell Robertson's brother. Because he's missing an S from his name. That's all I know. Is Dylan Robertson a St Kilda footballer, is he? Yeah, he, yes. he is. Yeah. He is? Okay. Been bitching it so far this season. Oh, good for Dylan. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was a bit of an Andrew Mackey type. Nah, there's only one Andrew Mackey. There's only one Andrew Mackey. One Andrew Mackey. There's only one Andrew Mackey. No, there's two. So the Andrew Mackey of football and the Andrew Mackey of podcasts. Do you want to elaborate further on any of it, Cookie? Well, I was going to keep it short so we can rush through it, but fuck Hawthorne. Thanks for the first round pick, as our banner said. Oh, and yeah. oh I, love, I love that banner. That was sharp. I didn't mind that banner. That's how you go about it. You don't target the opposition's best player like Carlton did in round <laughs> one. You go, you go with something witty and funny like yeah. that. No, I think that St Kilda's banner was very classless and showed a distinct lack of respect. <laughs> you can't just go around putting down the opposition like that. I mean, there's a line, and they crossed it. Like, the Bulldogs negative gearing thing, funny as heck, but uh, actively mocking and uh, making fun of your op- opposition, that's, that's just rude. I would have expected that from Essendon, but not from a club like St Kilda, which prides itself on trying to be liked by well, people. Didn't Hawthorne have any milestone players for them to put on their banners that week? Well, it was... 100, no, 300 game players this week for Hawthorne? Well, it was um, Ty Vickery's uh, third straight game out of the team, which I think is worth celebrating if you're a Hawthorne fan. <laughs> that, is, that is a good point, though. That is a very un-St Kilda banner. 
actually mock the opposition. By the Tasmanian cheer squad too. Mm, I like this new St Kilda. I fucking don't. <laughs> you don't First... like the new Hawthorne either. First they milled us I at the trade the table last year, and uh, now they got to just rub our faces in it. It's like they've just, yeah, they've just turned into a club of 44 Stephen Milnes. <laughs> yeah, they sure bent you over and loved you tenderly. Who wants to go next? Look, I will I will actually have goo this week because uh, some things are more important than football. Uh, notably, fun. the final of My Kitchen Rules last night, <laughs> which, that. of course, I'm very happy about because the right team won. Best team all season. Uh, got the job done when it counts. Unlike some fucking football players who wear brown and gold. They didn't Bradbury it. Like Hawthorne? Someone fucking nearly Bradbury'd it, and they were they too were brown and gold because fucking Indian food is the worst. Like, this team almost Bradbury'd it the whole competition, cooking nothing but curries the whole time. And I tell you what, I have never seen Indian food that doesn't look like diarrhoea, even when it's cooked in a cooking competition by professional chefs. It just always looks awful. Racist. So I'm very glad that the better team won with their molecular gastronomy and stuff and kept the Indian food second place where it belongs. Thanks for that beautiful My Kitchen Rules review, Andrew Bolt. <laughs> I have a quick question. Now, as much shit as I give to Survivor, they've been a, a hugely successful show for like 15 plus years. Why is a cooking show on national television popular? Because all the old fogies watch it and everyone else is too busy torrenting Game of Thrones. Food porn's like in at the moment and the show's cheap to make because they don't really have to pay the people on it much. They just pay the cockheads like Pete Evans. But it does well ratings-wise. Like people watch the shit out of it. Like I don't get the appeal. They well, over-dramatize. It's like wrestling, Dan. Like how people, you know, most people wake up to wrestling being fake. But um, people haven't woken up to this and Penal's still in that. Groovy. Look, it's enjoyable <laughs> for the it's enjoyable for the drama. It's like it's it's well, a soap opera. If you well, got, look, I'm aware of drama that. in the kitchen is is placing someone's head on the grill because they had an argument over something. That, now that I would I would watch that, but I mean the arguments you're talking about are just petty little yeah, like tip attack shit. Drama I mean, that's, in that's the crap. kitchen is finding out what new ways Gordon Ramsay can swear at yell at you or something someone. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what new phrases he can use to just absolutely smash him that's drama in the kitchen yeah, the uh, only someone... drama i want to see in the kitchen is when frankie doyle tips hot oil on someone oh wentworth yeah now that's a shot just i i happen to find mkr enjoyable it's a good way to unwind at the end of the day and disengage the brain because yeah you, you fucking need two brain cells active to watch that shit i know <laughs> But I also get to watch uh, Manu's sexy accent for one hour, and it's great. It's it's enjoyable. It's harmless fun. I will I will pay that. It's clearly easy watching that you don't need to be paying much attention to watch. Put it this way: you you exert more energy after the show on the toilet bowl trying to shit out the Indian food that you just had. <laughs> I just went to the fridge and got my Indian food. Chum. But it does look the same when you put it in your mouth as when you get it out of your body. Who wants to go next? Me. I've got goo for every one of my sport t- sporting teams winning this weekend. 
Sorry. You sound like a man with no name. He has like four or five different teams that he supports. Well, I've got like I've got lots of teams. My local football team won, Strathmore, Collingwood won, Melbourne Victory won, Chelsea won, and even North won. Oh, Everyone won. She's really a man with Boston, no name. The Boston Celtics won. All of my teams won this weekend. Did your NFL yeah. team draft well? Um, yes. Oh, and we picked up a good free agent last week. And who, my who are you in the NFL? Uh, New Orleans. No, you didn't draft well. You traded up to get your third running back. It, that was like one of the dumber yeah. things of the draft. No, no. We. I said I didn't say that. I said we picked up because uh, we got Adrian Peterson last yes, week. Well, you did. Yes. Yeah, we got that. But the Celtics one, which was beautiful, happy days. And I love all of my football players. All of them. All of them. The whole leadership group loves them. All of them. All of you. All of you. All of you. Can I just say, on the subject of the NFL draft, I really want to see... Did anyone else watch part of it? Yeah, part yeah. of it. Yeah. I didn't or watch just a thing. how it happened. Like, the trades that happened on the first day, when you see what some of those are, I would love it if we had... Like, I've said this before, I'd love it if we had pick trading on draft day, just to see if teams could value players. Like, it's like the bid system, and it's all good. But not just because I think it would be a good tactic, but because I think it would be great troll material. <laughs> Well, aren't they going down that path? Well, I think they slowly go in there. I just think it would be more, not just as a list building and strategy would be good, but the lols. Can you imagine someone Jaeger O'Mirroring on draft day to get Tom Boyd? <laughs> like, I just, I see the troll potential there, you know, because I think that's what's going to happen with the Chicago Bears, trading oh. up one spot when they didn't even need to, to trade a quarterback who might just bust. But anyway, you know what? I'm going to make that my goo because we're running behind time. So there's my goo. The NFL draft. You're the only one left to go, Dan. Goo or tears? Am I? Oh, God. Um, I don't know if this is goo or tears, but I saw my team play over the weekend, and we played terribly, yet we somehow won. I don't know how. Oh, you it was probably the flog. <laughs> it is. It is, does sound a bit defeatist, but we played terribly. <laughs> it was probably the worst of the six games we've played. It's probably the worst performance they've put on this year, and yet they somehow won. So I don't know. That sort of got swept under the... The carpet, I think, because North finally got their first win, but really it was just a terrible game of footy. There have been quite a few games like that this year where the worst team has got up. Anyway, defeat us flogged then. Probably, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't know whether I'm I'm good with tears on, on this one because I was relieved we won, but I wasn't happy with what I saw. Well, you did pick some young'uns. You did pick some youth. You dropped Thomas and you dropped Swallow. Yeah, we did. So there's something to look forward to there. Like, you, you won with some young players stepping up, not too much. Like, you would have been pretty young this week without those guys. Like, yeah, so you would have only had, like, one player over 30, yeah? Higgins? How so. would He'd be Higgins close. is 28, 29. Oh. So Goldstein would be your only player over 30. So, you know, this is the new look. He's not even over excited. 30. He's, like, he's 28, 29 as well. Goldstein? Goldstein. He's 28. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know. it looks like forever. he's fucking 50, but... Yeah, he's receding, Dad, but he's not He's not that old. I think Scott Thompson's like 30. Ben uh, Cunnington looks 107. Let's go to the recaps, and we'll begin with the historic Great Western on Friday night, which was a cracking game. It was as good a game yeah. as the commentary around it was bad. Toby went whack. <laughs> I, I love how the umpire said, we've been watching you, Toby. It's just like, We've been watching yeah, you, Toby. It's, just like, it's so Bombers 2003-esque, but... 
you know, he probably thought he'd get away with it, whacking the only bloke on the ground with a helmet. But what did we take out of this game apart from how historic it was? Nothing. That's, 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 probably, all, that's probably all I got out of it, given that yeah. uh, that's what's all that was being mentioned every yeah. five seconds. Why is, why is it considered a rivalry anyway? It's because these two played a close game in a, in a prelim last year. Nah, because all the players and officials have gone back and forth from each club. Like, oh, the, Giants, the Giants have a lot of ex-dogs, and then there's Tom Boyd at the Bulldogs. Yeah. And and that and the age profile of the list, and yeah. people saying that these will be, like, the top two contenders for the next five years. Mm, no, I'm not buying it. Not buying what part? That it's a rivalry. I'm not buying it. Yeah, it's... it's it's manufactured in plastic. With Sydney West Coast rivalry. Yes. These okay. two played in grand, grand finals. And yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, oh, the, that's a rivalry. Well, well the, it was. Well, the Dogs and Giants probably would have played in a grand final last they year. Played they played in one in... close final together. That doesn't constitute a, a rivalry. Yeah, but they've had the shit fights with Griffin and Boyd yeah, and, and all that and shit. And they've had a few close uh, games along the way that uh, it's building to one. Oh, uh, well, fine. Uh, it's uh, a rivalry then. I couldn't... I'm with Dan on this one because Toby Green fucking hitting yeah, yeah, that Caleb Daniel, that's, that's not exactly Hall on Staker now, is it? <laughs> No, it's not. Do you want a real rivalry? You got to hit him harder. Is that right, Toby? <laughs> you got to, you got to, you got to drop him. Yeah, yeah. You need, <laughs> you need like standing, the, uh, you need like the Lloyd on Sewell. You need that level of hit. <laughs> Draw a line. Oh, that'll probably happen one day. Like Reese Conker elbow to the back of the head. Now that's a rivalry. <laughs> that's, that's tough. No, so, so I think the Bulldogs after this loss need to draw a line in the sand next time around. I've got to say, I'm putting it out there. Steve Johnson, he's cooked. Oh, he looked bad, didn't he? He looked really slow. Yeah, he's finished. The season too long. I honestly thought he could go around again, but he's off the pace within the first six weeks. He's not even in their best side anymore. Well, they got rid of Reese Palmer. As funny as this is to say, they got rid of Reese Palmer. So who comes in? Palmer was They're like probably just forward pocket. Sure, they are surely... praying... Surely, surely one of their fucking 20 first-rounders or academy picks will be up to the mantle. It couldn't be worse than Steve Johnson. But you're looking for someone with genuine goal smarts, especially if Toby Green's out. So, like, Deledio could be the guy if he ever got fit. Well, yeah, he'll come back in later in the season. you still got Canelio that will come back in. But he's a midfielder. Like, you're still talking... Steve's they have got some the tricks. ball. I would rather have Stevie J Mazungu because that's what GWS needs some Frio hacks. Like I'd still take Stevie J over those two. They could have gone after Chris May. Mm-hmm. You know, Nick Nick Maxwell's at the club as a coach. Get him out there. Chris May costs too much for GWS in their salary cap situation. Maybe they get Mark McVay out of retirement. <laughs> Feed him some vitamins. Yeah, some vitamins. Get Brad Miller back out there. Speaking of being on too much money, who did Tom Boyd have a dirty night? I know That's about Tom Boyd. That. He, he only plays well in grand finals. I mean, every other game. It's just, clearly just... becoming apparent that that was... He's a one-hit wonder. Yeah. He's he, the he, fucking sham of the AFL. He's not even Tom Hawkins level. No, like Hawkins he's, at least had a good year after that. He, he kicked on. Boyd's just going back to the lulls of last year. I, I hope someone piss-tested him on grand final day. Because... <laughs> Like, not that you oh. can take drugs for talent, but if you could... He's pretty much the tainted love of the AFL. <laughs> He's the achy breaky heart, mate. He's the who let the dogs out. <laughs> I was watching for Mason. There was a lot of swearing of how shit Tomboy died, and they don't know football. And some of it was in Russian, from everyone's favourite mom. That kick of his... In a situation like that, how you fuck that up? That's such an important kick late in the game. Like, if you miss, it happens. Yes. Even the best players miss. 
but to fucking be 40 meters out <laughs> and not even make the distance and to miss by like 25 meters oh my god exactly like it's sometimes it's about how you miss not the fact that you did miss and that was certainly a how you miss and he had to do better there because he'd done nothing all night and i think that was a free kick wasn't it yeah it was a free kick he received like so he probably he probably felt he didn't even deserve the possession but you've got to go back and slot those and make the most of it when you've done nothing all day. Because a lot of play- good players can do that. Even when they've had a stinker, they can... Lift in the last quarter. But yeah, that's that's what separates the, the good players from the, from the average, I guess. But Dogs didn't kick straight. He wasn't the only one who was shit in front of goal, but he certainly had the worst kick at the worst time. Boy didn't have the worst miss of the weekend, surprisingly. Well, yeah, well, did we have anything else on Giants Dogs? No, ha ha ha. Yeah, Dogs didn't kick straight. No. Bad King's bad football, story of the year. Next game, we'll go to Hawthorne St Kilda since Cookie's almost segued us there. <laughs> worst miss of the week, Cookie? Oh yeah, by far. That was horrendous. Cost us some percentage. It, it would have been worse if it cost you... Well, it was clearly not going to cost you the win, but if it cost you the 100-point margin, you'd have a right to be filthy. Well, it shows just where we're at that I was fucking barracking for St Kilda to score more goals in the last quarter just because I wanted them to win by 86 again for the lulls. So I was like, come on, St Kilda, score another two goals. No, Hawthorne, don't kick it forward. That's what I've been reduced to. So what was the excuse that Josh Bruce ran with? For why he didn't there? want to torp the ball into the umpire's head. He's not a real full forward then because he needs to look no further than the greatest full forward of all time. Plugger Lockett would not have given a fuck who was there. He would have drilled it straight ahead. Whether he took the guy's head clean off, he wouldn't have cared. He would have put the goal umpire in hospital if he got in the way of his ball. And Bruce needs to harden up and be prepared to hurt someone. I mean, even even if you are a big softy, which obviously Josh Bruce is, because that's more in in constant with the St Kilda attitude, and obviously the the banner was just a clear, regrettable blip. Um... (laughs) You just kick no, it along it the ground. Pretty. Just click, kick it, or kick it along the ground. You don't have to hurt anyone, and you, you get your, you get your gold. And also, it's an umpire. This is St Kilda we're talking about. No, he was looking after his eternal friends. <laughs> the other plug is enraged. It's a goal umpire, though. They don't really care. Well, what about the goal umpire who gave the Hawkins poster a goal? <laughs> what if it was him, mate? Oh, then fucking decapitate him. Oh, damn, a friend shit. All kinds of umpires have screwed St Kilda at some point along the journey. Fantastic. Anything else out of that game? Hawks look slow. I mean, St Kilda, we're not the fastest side, despite what people will say, but they looked really slow. I mean, We looked really <laughs> shit and disinterested. How are you finding Jaeger Amira's season so far, Penal? Are you still defending him? I, I think he'll be a really good player for us over the course of... Uh, eight to ten years worth of contracts i think we made a mistake in terms of what we gave up to get him uh last year i've been pretty consistent on that the whole way through so don't worry you're not the only club that did that with a gold coast player what makes this season so unbearable is the draft pick thing which is why we need to have it be protected so we can get it back because look logic dictates not every side can stay up forever Unless you're Sydney and you get Kohler and they were yeah, up for 20 years. And on, well, only now that the Kohler's been removed are Sydney being allowed to fall. But every team has to fall. It was inevitable. But what happens when you when you have this sort of a year is you look forward to getting kids into your team, getting a top five pick, which we will undoubtedly finish in the bottom five this year. I think that's pretty indisputable. Look forward to that. Your first round pick's top five. Your second round pick's around 
20, 21, 22 after uh, Academy nonsense, and you look forward to that. But no, instead we get fucking GWS's second round pick as our as our first, which will be 40, 40 to 45 or something like that. It just makes the season really bad, and it's entirely self-inflicted. That's why I'm pissed off at the club, and that's why I've been consistent in terms of wanting the board out. Maybe you can salvage your draft position, though. If you've if you managed to trade Ruffy, Rioli, Liam Shields, you might get a pick in the 20s. If we were going down that route, we should have traded Rioli last year when he would have commanded two first-rounders. I don't think any of these players are going to have trade currency this year. Certainly not like they would have had last year. Maybe GWS will take Cyril to <laughs> fill this role that Stevie J can't. Apparently Gold Coast wanted Liam Shields for Jaeger. Yeah, I, I, I heard... Uh, Liam Shields plus a third rounder um, was the mooted deal. <laughs> and uh, we, we turned that down. Yeah, that whole 50k Eddie Betts joke's not looking all that funny now, is it? <laughs> That's still pretty funny. They're all very funny, all of them. And, and then we approached Hawthorne with our pick 10. Oh, that's that's absolutely delicious. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that that fucking banner is is so piss funny, mm, so mean because <laughs> no, it's mean. Leave it's, it's, alone. It's, yeah, I'm I'm doing a Trent Cotchin and leaping to, to the defence because even if we won the flag this year, we still would have lost on fucking points. You know that trade should that's never trade have been allowed. It it should never have happened by the. F- the fucking board dropped the ball and the AFL dropped the ball uh, as well by allowing it to go through. (laughs) This is the Uh, AFL's fault, is it? That's why they need to step in and uh, retroactively protect uh, the pick. The AFL dropped the ball. Stop blaming everyone else for your own (laughs) stupid decision. Well, that's what the point system is there to do, so that the AFL can block trades that contravene it. Yeah, it's so that so that bloody clubs can't fuck about with academy selections. Not what you did. You went in eyes open. You were the ones who were going to get screwed, and you agreed. Yeah, that's because um, someone someone hijacked the computer. This never would have happened under Jeff Kennett and Chris Pelkin. Honestly, you know who we need at Hawthorne on the board for strong leadership. Tony Abbott. <laughs> this would have never happened under Tones. The last time we, we brought a uh, disgraced uh, liberal hack, it worked out well. So, won us a couple of flags. So, Imagine Tones it. going for a swim in brown and gold budgie smugglers. Well, he'd never have to change him, would he? I'd rather not. <laughs> Nothing else on that game. No, such shit. Yeah, such shit. Yeah, low horse. Actually, before we do move on from that, can we just can we just make note of Trent Cotchin coming out to defend Ty Vickery? Leave Tyrone <laughs> alone. This from a guy whose own wife has to defend him when he gets slammed. Does, how how does that how does that make Vickery look that he's defended by a guy who doesn't even defend himself? Like nobody looks good out of that whole situation. Cotchin looks like a bit of an idiot, but Vickery looks worse still. <laughs> when you've got someone at another club coming in to white knight you, even if it's at your old club, Hawthorne can't even stand up for Vickery properly. Maybe they don't want to. I mean, yeah. the fact that it, the fact that he can't get a game in like the worst side in the comp pretty much, and the fact that we've kind of hung him out to dry in terms of the social media... I think we've just cut our losses on this one after three rounds and said, yeah, this is this is not going to work out. Tie, nice try, but 
Yeah, it's not going to work out. Love when the dogs took Jade Rawlings. Let's move on to Collingwood and Geelong. Joel Salwood's a fucking yep. whinging little bitch. What a setback. <laughs> it's a very Geelong thing, though, to crack the shits after the siren when it's time to shake hands. Remember the Stevie J. Ryan Crowley thing when they lost the final at um, Caninia Park? Yeah, shouldn't he be? If he's going to be angry at anyone, don't shake Levi Greenwood's hand. What did Pendlebury do wrong to him? What a fucking sook. Yeah, as if like, Pendlebury tackled him. As if Pendlebury wouldn't have defended him. What's he sooking at him for? Jesus Christ. Like, it's unfortunate for Selwood that every time he comes up against Levi Greenwood, he gets made to look like an absolute hack. But, like, don't take that out on Pendlebury, who just wanted to celebrate having a one good game this year. <laughs> Yeah, Pendlebury's got his own problems having to deal with Morgan Ashley's rant every, every week. Yeah, <laughs> well, defend him. He'll escape yeah. my wrath next week. Trent should defend Pendlebury next. Brayden may not even escape her wrath. Oh, Brayden hey, Maynard. Hey, he, hey, hey, he, hey. He made don't, Stephen Motlop his bitch. Cookie, far. Cookie, don't you be bringing real life onto the vlogcast. I'm going to take a restraining order out on you two. You are following me around. In fairness, we got random seats. I didn't actually expect that. Random seats, four rows behind me. <laughs> Did you not? Random seats. Where were you on Saturday night? Just randomly, right near me. On outside the ground. You were not. You were like four, five rows down. Are you following people on big footy now? Yeah, cookie, follow, cookie, and not cookie. Follow me around. Were, 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 you, were you guys at the all at the north? Yeah. Did you guys all at the North game together? Yes. I regret going to that. Did Did you spend your time calling out and trying to find Dan? No, I only I, know, I only said Dan twice, but so not could, all if you had Cookie Knock Cookie with you, you would have had a few extra voices to find out Dan. You could have gone to all points of the compass on Saturday night. <laughs> you wouldn't need could to. Have, could have asked everyone in their seats. Are you Dan? Yeah, because there were only about <laughs> four thousand there. Oh come on, that's. Sometimes tough. I reckon I reckon you because you know what I look like, Dan. I reckon you see me and then just run the other way. Well, that's what you need to look for. <laughs> Yeah, you need you need you need to look for well, yeah someone who's running away who's sort of being a bit of a peaking tom, uh, no, following you around. For you, not cookie. A peaking tom or a peeping tom? Peeping tom. Sorry, did I say peak? Oh, yes, I said yeah. peaking. Peeping. <laughs> Grandfather. Grandfather office. No, like back to Collingwood versus Geelong. Lyndon Dunn played well on Hawkins, I think. I hear no, Hawkins Lyndon sort of Dunn let him by being just, absolutely scary yeah, and undisciplined. Lyndon Dunn is a spot. Lyndon Dunn played really well. Didn't Hawkins like give away a whole bunch of free kicks and do a bunch of lazy things? And... No, no, no. He should have given away free kicks. They weren't paid. Oh. He pushed him in the back all game. He wasn't paid. He dropped the ball because he's fat and stupid. But... No, Lyndon Dunn played really well on him. I imagine all of you saw Cookie certainly mentioned the cat, the oh, quarter time cat it. or whatever it was, pre-game. It cat. was pre-game dancing to fucking, what is it? Can't touch this. Oh, yeah, it was just pure cringe. God damn, I know it's still 1980s. It's some dance-off thing. They didn't even award prizes for it. Oh, there were no prizes? Oh, you yeah. can't have that. You can't have a dance-off and not have prizes. Yeah, but you like having a raffle and making sure one of your own players won it. <laughs> then the Cats media people at three-quarter time... Oh, he, he, he could have just coincided. He could have just won it randomly. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it is he was possible. standing next to the barrel. <laughs> it is possible. <laughs> come on. 
Coincidence. Fucking everything about Geelong is just pure cringe. Port Adelaide-esque. Not that bad, but getting there. The Port Adelaide of Victoria. East there, southeast Horsham. Yeah, oh, can... they, they were just, they were they were bad. They weren't any good at football. I don't know why and no one can beat them. Like, it's piss easy. I wish we played them next week. And every other week. Teams have kicked themselves out. Melbourne kicked themselves out of it. North choked. And we're Hawthorne. Hawthorne is shit. But don't you feel, up, don't you feel front, was, was pretty quiet, quiet though? Can Victoria just, like, sell Geelong to South Australia for a dollar or something? No, South Australia shouldn't get anything. That's stupid. Well, 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 they'd get Geelong. That's like a net loss. It's a win for both states, really. It'd be the uh, the nicest town in South Australia, and uh, Victoria loses their ass pimple. (laughs) Pretty much. Mason Cox had probably the worst play on of the week. Oh, my God. I pissed myself laughing when I saw that. (laughs) Hang on, are you talking about the blatant throw-in from the yeah. line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, I pissed myself laughing. It was so blatantly obvious. If I was the umpire in that area, I would oh. have just called played on. Just out of sheer nerve <laughs> that he that he would try that. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to allow it. Play on, play on. <laughs> it's like he went it's back into basketball and it's like blatantly throw it back into the... So, Cookie, you did mention Geelong's media guy. Yeah, he was, like, talking about it free quarter time. I'm not sure if Morgs heard this, but he's, like, saying, talking about Selwyn and said, oh, it would be good if he can get help from the umpire. Not that we can say that. What an absolute fucking loser, Sook. I mean... What, when did that happen? At free quarter time. Oh, well, yeah, you know I didn't hear that. Yeah. It's like West Coast supporters, whenever they leave Perth, you know, they're so, so used to giving, getting an armchair ride every week that all of a sudden Selwood doesn't get 10 head-high free kicks, and then he's getting a raw deal, apparently. But, but like he you wasn't, sound like you've he been posting on the Frio board. He wasn't at all being taken out of the contest, league. Like, it wasn't anything like what Brent McCaffrey did to Trent Cotchin that night whenever I lost their shit. Like, it was nothing like that. It was just fair. Yeah, but he was ducking his head and getting nothing for it. What a, what a poor bloke. Yeah, isn't that why? Because they changed the rules, so that didn't happen? Yeah, I know. Geelong are a bit slow on the uptake. That's why oh. we should have to West Torsham. Well, well the, rule, the rule wasn't fucking changed last week, so obviously that was like the rule of the week or something because he was still ducking against the children and getting him paid, so mm. I, I, I can see but that, why they I think that was just confused. a plug of troll. Mm. Well, I went and had myself... Like, I was on night shift last night. I was a bit... I, I kind of hit a wall, so I went and read the game day thread on the Geelong port, and fuck, did that perk me up. At, at the start of the game, they're like, we'll win by 90 points, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they didn't even score 90 points. Like, I love these games. I love these games where teams are so sure they're going to win, and then they just get flogged. And then they're all like, oh, we shouldn't have played Dangerfield. He's injured. Oh, and, oh, we're a two-man side like everyone's been saying that fucking ever. Now you wake up. They were just, oh, the board, it was delicious. It was delicious. I'm going to read it again tonight. Does someone give, like, cockatoo crazy pills or, like, a shitload of cocaine? You've yeah, been mental in the last few weeks. Matty Stokes. <laughs> yeah, maybe Stokes. Uncle Stokes. He still hangs around the jaw. You know what happened? Cookie. He turned up to the G early, and he went to he went to take a piss. He turned in the wrong toilets. So he found himself in the women's, and he found that toilet speed from Anzac Day. <laughs> <laughs> and Funny. He decided, hey, hey, I can take this. I get three strikes. <laughs> Unlike Morgs, I get three strikes. 
Oh. And if I and if I turn it out to be as good as Buddy or Dane Beams, I'll have it off as an injury. Is that what happened to Brandon Parfit when he got shot in the hamstring? Cookie. Oh, that sounds like your injury trial. Cookie, how yeah, bad was that? No, he trial. was like he was like running towards us where we were sitting, and it was terrible. Like it didn't go ping; it went explode. It, yeah, it went bang. Like he was what, you running. Heard it. You, you, you could hear his hamstring go. No, just like the way he the way he reacted and face planted. Oh, it was it was not good. And like I understand that we don't stop play for things like for injuries. But like, this kid was flat out on the ground. He wasn't getting up. He couldn't move. He had to be carried off. And play went around, went on around him. We kicked a goal. And this kid, we kicked a goal. He still didn't get off the ground until friggin' the ball. What are you complaining back. about then? No, I thought it was, I felt bad for him. Your team kicked a goal. Why should players stop? No, I, I, agree, I agree. I agree with Dan. Unless the ball goes near him, play shouldn't stop. And the ball was obviously near him. So if, some, if someone uh, fakes an injury and starts well, lying on the ground to to halt a team's momentum, he can just go, "Oh, you have to stop! You have to stop! I'm injured! I'm injured! Oh, help me! Help like you me!" Can, you, know? can, you can stop if someone You're takes a mark, soccer. or you can. Swans did that last year. He was being yeah. carried off. Like he was literally Grimace, being carried Grimace, off. Grimace. Grimace will make a AFL game go for five hours if he had it. He's... Grimace yeah, I, 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 still I, won't get I him like, into a game. I like why the uh, I like why the rule is kind of there to allow play to be stopped in case of concussion or stretcher. Obviously, because you really do need to uh, take. No, I, 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 would, I would allow the play to off, so. I would allow the play to keep going even if the stretcher dies on the ground. I, well, <laughs> If, even oh, yeah, if, I want to see. I want to see somebody dodge the stretcher running down the wing. You'll see players take the stretcher guy driver out of his vehicle, and the player will use the, the vehicle Marshall to run down the player with the ball. Yeah, yeah, well, bloody Tom Hawkins would do that rather than having to do a running bounce. Unless he's playing St Kilda, then he can do it anyway. That means, oh, to let, that means Buddy can drive. Do you want Buddy to drive anything? More, no. There'll be need for more stretches. You'll crash into people. <laughs> Start <laughs> How many of those Gatorade cards are there out there? <laughs> <Plan dodging. laughs> There's four to crash into. Let's move on since we're talking about stretches. We'll go to... Oh, yeah, one other thing. Daniel Wells is probably leading the Copeland after two games. <laughs> nah, Scott Pendlebury, I think. How, how great is Wellesy? Isn't he great? I love Daniel Wells. I'm, I think it's fantastic that he's playing well. It is. It's great. I'm so happy for him. Let's go to Carlton Sydney, and I actually do sort of agree with you, Dan, on the stretcher front. I don't think they like if someone takes a mark, fair enough. But in general play, I don't think they should be stopping the game until the ball gets no. over near where no. the player is, which the commentators wouldn't shut up about when Carlton kicked a goal as Gary Rowan lay on the ground. Like, sure, the ball was seventy meters away from him. If it got anywhere near him, that's yeah, like blow the there's whistle. a risk, and particularly when concussions involved. I know, I know, in soccer they do automatically stop I mean, it regardless you're not gonna of whether have... it's out or not if, for the concussion or head knocks. So you're I not going to have a, a you're not going to have a Scott. Sterling scenario in our game where the ball just constantly comes back and hits the guy in the head while he's lying on the ground. Have you guys seen a video? No. You know what I'm talking about? No. Just no. just Google goalkeeper Scott Sterling. But anyway, that's my opinion on it. The Rowan thing was sickening though. Like, But he probably wouldn't have got hurt if he fully committed to the contest because he sort of half went at it and that was why he ended up in the air. If he'd run through Sam Rowe, he probably would have run through Sam Rowe and just fallen on his side, not his head. He should have just to break body that, checked him and got him for a 50-meter penalty. Yeah, exactly. It was because he, he second-guessed it. 
that he did get hurt. But, you know, it's hard to criticise someone who does go back with a flight, even if they do it. Yeah, so once once he, he kind of had to make up his mind and had to go, then he went. So yeah. courageous enough. And um, like, it, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't out of softness that he didn't go 100% hard. It was about the fact he didn't want to give away 50 by smacking yeah. or, and hurting Roe. He didn't want to actually demolish the guy there. And the unfortunate thing is he came off second best because of it. As a nice guy, he'll be traded to St Kilda at the end of the year. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not like the, um, the Tom Boyd one a couple weeks ago where his own shitness where he dropped the mark caused him to be uh concussed Carlton looked good and they did it with a man down for longer than sydney where silvani going down early but it was actually the shit silvani that the frio reject silvani keeping buddy goal is like it's just the colas are really fucking bad now buddy got one goal which he had to get from the boundary line yeah, but he had to apart from that oh if you told me he was playing i would have said yeah good one i'm a parker was shit as well Parker. Hanabry needs to go back on the piss, ASAP. Yes. Apparently, I I actually heard this recently. Apparently, he's given up the meat as well. So, what the else did you expect, Grimace? You were the fucking most fragile footballer ever, and now you've gone full Peter Siddle. No, if you go if you go vegan, you'll 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 just be grumpy and and shitty with yourself all the time. Don't do it. (laughs) What's he fucking surviving on? Tofu and kale and um cocaine. They are the worst cunts in the world, vegans. Absolute worst. Just the most opinionated, over-preaching on anti-meat bullshit propaganda. <laughs> I hate vegans. They're waste of semen. I agree with Dan. Dan is right. I'm no, vegan, therefore my smart farts don't smell. That's literally their attitude. Anyway, the collars, they're very shit. Owen. They are Owen 6. They are outright bottom. They're even worse than Hawthorne. Imagine not winning a game. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Let's move on to North Visa Suns. Dan said they were shit, but you got to win, Dan. Don't be a defeatist vlog. Yeah, I know. I should be. I should be grateful. We finally put the monkey off the back when we're no longer in Sydney's category of shitness or Hawthorns. Hey, we've won the same amount of games as you. Yeah, but we're higher on the ladder and we've played much better than Hawthorne. Hawthorne's shit. I've been telling you that for weeks. I even went as far as saying North yeah, will win more games. North, North and didn't I get still to play West Coast at the MCG. That's right. Mm. Yeah, but they we still lost to Eddie Halberg. No, yeah, yeah, West Coast have a good Melbourne. record at Eddie Hart. It's the interstate team. Uh, no, they're, you, not, they're you, not Adelaide. You said that, not me. They're not Adelaide. I'm pretty sure all the interstate teams do all right at Eddie Hart. Like, I, do, I don't even need any facts to back that up. We just say it. But If you want facts, go on. Like, it sounds like three of you were at that game. So is there anything to take from this game? I watched the derby as soon as it started. But you went to the game and watched another one? Well, until Gary Ablett started playing well, then you, I watched You just Ablett. went to Stork Morgs, didn't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I regret going to that game. Cooks in 2003. Yeah, hey, that is slander. You're actually stalking this person, whereas Bombers is just a harmless, horny old man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't even know I had tickets to this game until Not Cookie said, oh, oh we have tickets to this game. Sure Bombers. you didn't, wink, wink. Blame Not Cookie. You, you've Andrew Mackie this. You've passed no, all no, the blame no, off. I, I should... To not I should you. be grateful that you attended because you added to the 15,000 that did attend this game. If I was to hazard a guess, I would say 14,000 were North Melbourne supporters, 1,000 were neutrals, and there were 20 Gold Coast supporters, and they all sat in their little cheer squad at 
to lock it into the stadium. Oh, yeah, and we let the opposition's best player do whatever he wants. I told you last week he was going to 40-4. and four. I wasn't that far off. He no, you weren't. Yeah, you were, only, right. you were only three goals off. <laughs> oh, I was closer than anything that you fucking... You didn't say anything, so you and your one little win... I, I ac- uh, accurately <laughs> predicted that you guys would do him. One little win. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's, that, that, that caught me off guard, too. What the hell was that all about? I think why why are North supporters a, booing Gary Ablett? I think he got a free kick in the first quarter for some reason. So so, so we're going to boo him for the whole game? <laughs> I thought it was what? disgusting. It was really, that's the sort of treatment you reserve for cunts like Joel Selwood or Luke Hodge or... Greg Watson. Adam Goods. I read on the North Board that some people are saying it's just something, something as simple as just booing the opposition team's best player. But that, to me, that was something more of a '90s thing that people did. Like, I don't think that really happens now <coughs> these yeah, that, days. If that you know what I think it is? Every week. I think it's just pure racism by North. No, no, I think it's religious persecution. Yeah, but oh, they dropped Swallow as well for this yeah, game, they did, didn't they? they? They're a godless team now. It can now. only be one religious Bible bashing. More on the ground, and it has to be Andrew Swallow. It can't be him and Gary Ablett. So we'll boo, we'll we'll throw our crucifixes crucifixes at him, and we'll burn our crosses, burn our crosses, and and ask to have him crucified. Burning crosses, what the KKK do, Dan. So thanks for yeah. confirming the racist North. Yeah. That's got more. Well, of a who said who said it was racist? I I, I, I don't. Know. Well, it's definitely religious. Like we've established that. Okay, thanks, Darth Vader. What, what are you speaking? <laughs> Sorry, I've got a lime in my mouth from the uh, dessert I made tonight after getting the recipe off uh, MKR. Did you make a curry for dinner? I did not make a curry because I'm not stupid and I know how to cook and I don't need to resort to cooking simple food that anyone can make. Oh, racist. <laughs> no. You just get some spices and some meat. You throw it all in a pot. You don't even have to do anything. Let's go to the Derby. And, well, this was West Coast back to their flat track best. Although, apparently, the umpires helped them out greatly because Dean Margetts was best man at Dean Cox's funeral. Uh, (laughs) 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 Gee, I I didn't realise Vickery hit him that hard. I didn't realise you had best man at funerals. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Cox's wedding. (laughs) According to the Frio board. What does the best man do at a funeral? (laughs) Wheels you out. Does he organise the Bucks night as well with the coffin in the middle? He does your weekend at Bernie's before you end up in the coffin. Speaking of funerals, this is a funeral for Frio's finals hopes. They got so excited as well. Poor little what, did, it, did any of us think they were going to play finals? No, they did, though. Season, so. We didn't. They did. They especially did. fucking Jose. Well, Ross. Ross Lyon is an idiot, and he knows his team wasn't going to play but finals. I, I, lo- I love all the excuses, though, that, like, as I said, I've been reading a bit of the Frio board because someone on TLC found, because they're all West Coast supporters, found their umpire melt thread, which was, you know, actually someone decided to compare it. It's worth a read. Compare the oh. underworld element or West Coast Underworld links to why the umpiring always goes their way and never Frio's over in Perth and yeah they were pretty melty over the umpiring and but it was a return to what we know wasn't it Frio got a couple of unexpected wins back to being shit 
West Coast smacks a team in Perth. I think that covers this game. Yeah, it was a terrible game because the umpires decided who they wanted to win in the first quarter and just... I, I, was, I was at the other terrible game with a 15-strong, <laughs> uh, 1,000-supporter base. And there was drums. Can we talk about the drums? Okay, talk about the oh, drums at the North game. They had a giant drum. <laughs> the world, no, the world's largest drum. <laughs> how, how big are we talking here? It was bigger than David Dench. <laughs> well, they do. They just bang it once, or they bang it multiple yeah. times. Drum roll. David Dench banged it twice. <laughs> and some other random. <laughs> you know how the Tigers have all the random drummers? Yeah, when they walk out there, yeah. Yeah, when I was walking to the ground from the station, there was some random North Melbourne drummers going on, and I'm thinking that's fucking weird. You sure? You then sure you they get just the... went people busking. No, that was North Melbourne drummers. But my issue with the drummers was the ones that were right in front of us on the ground. And so every second person was a drummer, and in between them was a flag waver. And they obviously didn't have enough flag... They didn't have enough flag wavers. You do not wave flags near Morgan Ashley at games. It's not me, it's an owl. Anyway, they didn't have enough flag wavers, obviously, so there was, like, Eddie had staff waving flags <laughs> in, their, in their uniforms. Oh, fucking more, like, more. There was like There was, like, a lady, like, in her corporate Eddie had uniform and she was standing there <laughs> for, like, half an hour waving her flag. I was like, she is hating life. <laughs> but she was obviously working somewhere, like, corporate-ish, and then, like, Sorry, you've got to go wave the flag. Were they, those, you were they gigantic here to wave flags? The flag. Yeah, the big flags. Those huge, huge flags? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Those things would be heavy as hell too. Yeah, and she was doing it for ages. And, like, the drum songs, whatever they were playing, were so fucking annoying. Bring back the shower curtain. Oh, please. At least it was quiet. They play it along to the start of the song, like, because now the North song has the hearts to hearts thing when they run out they play that part and they drum along to it i don't think they were in sync as well no they weren't but like i like that they play the first part of the song as well but the drummers and the flag wavers are overkill they need to go yeah and and they were right in front of us and nl was raging like he was he should have texted the anti-social behavior number he was sitting there going of all the places of all the places they have to stand why are they right fucking in front of me i was like Calm down. He'll be gone soon. Oh, he had flag rage. Derby was the first of the games that didn't matter. Going to Essendon Melbourne, which was... Geez, Melbourne's third quarter probably saved this from being the worst game of the year. Although, I can't think of one that was worse, but certainly the worst half of football for the year was these two going at it. And nothing sums it up more than Joe Danaher's one goal, six, and one out on the full. Can anyone in this fucking league kick straight who's not called Tom Lynch or Will Hoskin Elliott? Or, or Josh Kennedy. But this was just horrendous. Some of the some of the misses from everyone at Essendon in particular. They butchered opportunities. It was it was the game of two teams that were coming off five and six day breaks. It was just an absolute stinker. I didn't even watch the highlights for this. I got two minutes in and said, "Nah, stop this." But pedo pedo molested Essendon. That's about all we can say. Is this Melbourne's second win in the year in the year at Eddie? Yes, it's like more than they've had for a decade. It's all, all of a sudden they're starting to. Dominate at that venue now. Yeah, the, the new Adelaide. They've won yeah, more yeah, games than Adelaide, yeah. Wow. Shit, I walked straight into that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever praise anyone for winning at Eddie Had Anything else out of this? Jake Malsham could be the worst trade of the year. Well, 
Yeah, but no, 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 not yet. No, Jago Mira. No, Jago Mira, Tyron, anyone that goes to Hawthorne, I think. Well, Tom Mitchell's done all right. Tyron Vicky was a free agent, not a trade, and Sorry. still he's up there for I'll the change worst. That. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> Essendon supporters are booing him. Like that, that because they were booing him whenever they got the ball, and it's like, oh, fuck, you should Brett be Stanton happy. Too. You should be, but that you should be really happy for him. You got fucking pick twenty six out of him. That's a steal. That's that would be like uh, St Kilda supporters booing Reece Stanley. It still makes more sense than the North supporters booing Gary Ablett, though. Anything else on Essendon Melbourne? Game didn't matter, but Essendon really wanted us to lose, so it was like, oh, the five-day break really hurts. Mm-hmm. It only hurts if you tried in the game before, and we didn't. So. <laughs> Crows smashed Richmond, and this is the part where I get to say, as um, all of us can attest because we're always right on here, sometimes it's not very fun to be right all the time, and certainly that is the case with Damien fucking Hardwick Okay, there's a little chink in his armour, but I mean, there's, there's, there's a little, it's one there's loss. a little chink in his armour. I'm sorry. Would you have picked Stephen Morris? <laughs> no, yeah, I think so. this is just the loss that you needed to have. Yeah, the loss Good you coaching. needed to have. Good coaching. coaching. And you'll bounce and back next week. Any okay. other coach would have lost this game by 20 goals. Adelaide are unstoppable. Exactly. No, yep. Adelaide, Adelaide are unstoppable, but this was still just about their biggest win for the year. You're never going to beat them on their turf. I, I mean, know you're never going to beat them, but he didn't even give a he didn't That was, that was very smart coaching. Yeah. Save your energy for a game that you're a chance in. He <laughs> didn't even give us a chance. In fact, I think he gets more credit for this loss than he does. Shut up. He picked week. one forward over 190 centimetres against the Adelaide Crows, and the game plan was to bomb it long. Given that Daniel Talia shouldn't have played because he was, like, so fucking injured the week before, it's probably why you thought you should go small. How are you not supposed to know that he was fucking fig strings and was going to play? No, you've got to pick tools. Even if they're Tom Boyd, you've got to pick infrastructure. You've got to have someone there. Oleg Markov kicked two. Oleg did kick two, which was probably the highlight of our game. Listen, Burnsy, life's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and then get back up on your feet and fight back the next week. So Damien Hardwick should not be judged on his five in a row or this one loss, but it's about what happens next week. You should be yeah, judged, this is should all be just judged a big... on the seven years previously. This is all just Shit. a big game of Robodope. Now, let's go to, on that game, just real quickly, the Feel Good Lounge is going to be very overcrowded this year. For all the talk of everybody else, Rory Sloan is a fair crack at the Brownlow. The MVP, the I mean, Rory, everything this year. He's a more complete player than that other guy that used to play for Adelaide. Mm. Rory doesn't do the brilliant or oh, break 50 tackles. He doesn't do the super fluky goals. He just runs all day, supports his teammates, and just gets the ball and uses it well. Wants it more than basically anyone else on the ground. And he's just a nice bloke as well. And you just explained why he's not going to win the Brownlow this year. No, no, he will because he's blonde as well. You got it. No, no, no. You have to be a sexy midfielder who kicks goals to win a Brownlow. You can't you be me... a hard-working what? midfielder. How many goals did Pritis kick? Like, he was the one. exception. That was, just a dumb, that was just a dumb fluke. <laughs> Even the yeah. guy down the road was like, who the hell is, is Matt yeah, Pritis? Yeah, Pritis is nearly one so... two, Dan. It's clearly not so... a fluke. It's... It's but, it's but, substance. But okay, but if you look if you look at most of the Brownlow medalists in like the last ten years, most of them are high possession goal kicking midfielders. I don't think yeah. Bartel kicked many for his Brownlow either. Just quietly, I think he did. I think he did. And what about uh, Adam Cooney? 
I mean, Chris Mitchell. Judd was not sexy at Carlton. He was Sam just... Mitchell was not a goal kicker. <laughs> Dan, you're such a liar. This is like the Adelaide and Eddie had things. <laughs> no, this is much more than the Adelaide and Eddie. What are you going to no, against Rory I mean... that you don't want him to win the Brown, though? No, I've got nothing against Rory. Well, He's Jane like that plays you're like trying to make up then. reasons why you can't win it. It, it. Just sounds like, it sounds like you don't about, want to be in the Rory side feel good it's not about It's not about kicking goals or breaking tackles. It's about catching the eye. And Rory Sloan is certainly a player that catches the eye. So... He'll pull well. He's one. always not he always has pulled well. How many did he get last year? He got twenty four and he was equal third with Martin. I oh, know he was behind Martin, actually. Like Dan should get a lot more credit than he has. He's been peddling alternative facts since before it was cool. <laughs> He's an alternative fact hipster. I'm waiting for fucking Dan to replace Sean Spicer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I can have some so I can have Melissa McCarthy do impersonations of me on <laughs> SNL. No, high-possession midfielders who kick goals generally get more love from the umpires than hard-working-esque midfielders like but, Sloan. It's, but it's not a slide on, goals last Sloan, not, Sloan not has a slide more on strings to his bow. He's got more strings to his bow than, say, just a Prittis or a... Sloan has eight goals Come already. On, Come on, just to boost Rory's numbers, you'd have to be disrespectful. Just a Prittis. You, you can't use Prittis because he was just a one-off freak who just somehow stole a brown. I don't know. I don't know how. Anyway, Port versus the Bryans. Anything out of this, the last game of the round, it did not matter. No, it did not matter. I didn't watch it. I Apparently don't care. contested marking beast Charlie Dixon dined out on, on a shit club. Speaking of Brownlers, I think Robbie Gray, he could... He'd be fairly high up there, mm. but... Well, you know, a midfielder that plays forward and kicks goals. Well, he's How more of a that? forward. He plays in the midfield, actually. Mm-hmm. If his body had held up over the journey, he'd be like as good as uh, every bit as good as say Chris Judd. I reckon he's I'm just freakishly talented. No, uh, I'd, I'd rather love listen him. to you go on about Liam Shields being the next Brownlow and Jaeger O'Meara. Oh, and Ryan Burton. He's a superstar. He's been good, Anderson. Rising star. Let's move on to the talking points, and we'll, job, be, we'll begin with Port. We'll stay on Port and the China game, and there's a couple of big things out of the China game. Firstly, no pies at the China game, no meat pies. What do we what? think they're going to serve? So if oh, I go to this game, what am I going to have? Um, strawberry Big M, maybe. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, no, really, what am I going to have? If I if I go out of my way to attend... Puffer fish. I'm not eating puffer fish. <laughs> well, there'll be, be, be no pies, but would they still serve dog in a bowl? <laughs> Maybe they should have had this game in India so I could have a nice curry. <laughs> That'd get penal over there for sure. Every player has a curry per game. Last that, one did not have diarrhea. That'd be a great game for toilet speed because everyone would be racing off to the toilets every five minutes. <laughs> but this has got to be really concerning for the port supporters because if there's no pies, there can be no pie floaters. How are you meant to show off your South Australian local delicacy if there's... One of the ingredients is missing. I think I just heard EIMM 2,000 kilometres away <laughs> take off his headphones and just throw them across the room in disgust. I just Googled a pie floater. Never heard of a pie floater? No, I would rather a had fucking one? curry. But don't worry, I'd never heard of one until I joined Bigfooty either. <laughs> same, same, same as the frog, frog cakes, I'd never heard of them either. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I've never heard of a pie floater either. Hang on, let me just... Let me oh, Google. they're delicious. Have you had it one? It looks like puke. Uh-huh. It looks disgusting. What the hell is that? <laughs> peas. It looks like grass grass soup. It's peas. With a pie in it. Would you rather eat curry than that penal? Um, I, I'd have to take the... Uh, Mountain Dew or crab? Yeah, I'd have to take the curry. I'd have to take the that curry look, just because at least I like, know curry can have flavour. 
That looks like green horseshit in a bowl with a pie in it. No, it's just mashed up peas. No, it looks like garbage. I'm not eating it. Fuck off. <laughs> another thing on that game is the Suns have been confirmed to wear their jumper, but there's another there's another twist to the jumper saga. Apparently there's an unlucky number in China, Morg. Oh, yeah. Heard along the grapevine that um, the players who wear the number four won't be able to wear it, so we'll have to relocate to different numbers because four in... China is very unlucky. But what numbers do we think they could go with? We're talking Paddy Ryder and Jack Martin. We're talking Paddy Ryder and Jack Martin, so I was thinking maybe 34 would be a better number for Paddy. I don't know about Jack Martin. I reckon they could pick a true Port Adelaide number for Paddy Ryder, give him 119. Uh, well, I'll just check. There's no one that's 119, so they could use that number. Mm. Oh, surely you'd do that if you're Gold Coast to troll the fuck out of Port. <laughs> Give, give Jack Martin the 119. Sadly, Gold Coast uh, is such an irrelevant club that Port really don't have anything that they control them with. Ah, uh, so the reason they hate the number four is it's pronounced C, which is the same as death. So four means death. I wouldn't mind seeing a Gold Coast player wear the number 97, you know. 90, ah, that, 97. That'd be good. Tell, no, well, why don't we just tell the billion Chinese, if you want our game... This is, we wear the number four on our back, and if you don't like it, you can stick your chopsticks up your ass. <laughs> I don't but, think but they want was, our game, though. That's sort of the point this of this game. It's idea, which trying is... to fit a square peg in a round hole. we got to play by their rules. This, but they, they didn't ask us to come over. No, Koshy <laughs> just invaded. Oh, so do you we, want don't, us to don't, we don't really have any leverage, do we? Okay. No. Uh, if we'll you don't want the ball, we'll take it. They don't want us. They don't want our pies. They don't want pie floaters. They don't want the number four. They I, don't, I don't want to see Gold Coast in white jumper. I'm with them on the pie <laughs> I don't want to see Gold Coast in the white jumper. <laughs> if I'm stuck on a desert island and someone offered me a pie floater, I still wouldn't have it. I can, I can just imagine fucking Malcolm Turnbull at the negotiating table with their Chinese president, and uh, he's just trying to take, get him to take South Australia in its entirety, and the Chinese will just be like, no. Nah. Don't want it. No. They can have Geelong. No, that's where we ship Geelong off to. If we're not allowed to have a number four on jumpers, like, are we allowed to have four quarters, or do we have to play five? Yeah. And can we have four posts? Do we play four, for four points? Do we, yeah. Do we have to change how many points we play for? What if the goal is four points? Will we have to change Someone kicks four goals, do they get executed <laughs> the on scoreboard? the scoreboard? Do they have it on the scoreboard if you've got four? If you, get a, if you get four goals, do you get a super goal added to it? Like, what happens? Do we start with five people inside the centre square because you can't start with four? Five on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> it's silly. Come on, grow up, China. <laughs> <laughs> grow up, China. <laughs> What happened, China? You used, used to be, to be cool. cool. <laughs> still cool. You were number four. <laughs> Just found the title. Grow up, China. <laughs> Let's move on to the next talking point. This one was one that cropped up last week, but we sort of overlooked it, and it got some more life on the weekend. Uh, James Heard selling chocolates. <laughs> Doesn't look sus at all. Apparently, yeah, yeah, not sus at all. It comes from Colombia. This is where he wants to be, apparently. This is what he wants to do. He couldn't be happier, really, James. This is what you want to be doing. You want to be selling chocolates. Because I get the feeling that's not where you wanted to be, because if you were where you wanted to be, you'd be coaching. How, how, much, how much are they? Can we all, like, sort of put in to tr- get a sample or something? Well, some some of us, well, Morgs gets drug tested. I'd expect you, of all people, to be on board, Augustus. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. You don't want the cocaine-flavoured chocolate? No, like, who knows what he put in it? 
right. Well, it's, it's not like you're tested by Asada to do this podcast, are you? So you, you'll be fine. All right, no, Dan, true. you could buy the chocolate yourself. It's only like eight bucks. Well, Morgs could have bought the chocolate. Mm, I bucks. could have bought the chocolate. It's right near my house. But um, I couldn't eat it because I get tested. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he selling it? Essendon, isn't it? He was selling it at La Mana at Essendon Fields. Is, is it any good or just people he, buying she it? Didn't try it. <laughs> she can't. I didn't she drug tested. It was a good headline, though. Reclusive James Hurd Sprague says Cacao Hunters Australia chocolate on gay and lesbian radio. <laughs> so is, is he like, is he making the chocolate himself or is he just... What's he doing? Mate, I think he's. I, I think he's selling it just like um those people who sell fucking. What like how Cuda sells Herbalife? Cuda sells Herbalife, <laughs> even though it's a pyramid scheme. Heard admitted to being a chocoholic and jerked when he first went to Colombia. He felt He's he was in an episode from a popular television drama Narcos. Why would he need to go to Colombia more than once? <laughs> If that's not fucking sus, then nothing is. Right, so there was actually yeah, a reference to narcos in the in the article. Yeah. You sure this isn't fucking Titus O'Reilly? Yeah. Okay. And it was from James Hurd's mouth himself. You're reading this on the Batuta Advocate. Yeah. <laughs> from the age. It's from what the age? Yeah. Oh wow. So he actually he actually said that he he it's just wants the, to be the new or, Escobar. It's in the OP of it. Far out. This is amazing. Like it, he's that's he, bizarre. Wow. I would love to just be in the vicinity whilst he tries to sell those. Like, how many hecklers do you reckon come up to him and ask, do I need to sign a consent form when I buy these? <laughs> Can you tell me what's in them or have you lost the records of your ingredients? This is not your average supermarket. Though. This is not a Coles or anything like that. This is an expen- This is a expensive supermarket. That would have a higher class of clientele. Not, 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 one, not, not once people find out that James Heard's selling chocolate. Yeah, yeah won't. from Colombia, and he's fucking name dropping narcos. Yeah, but, I mean, I would expect. No, anyone, but I mean, we're these, all, we're these are not the kind of people that'd be like, "Oh, can you get an injection form?" Like, no, but we're all high class. <laughs> yeah, high we're all highbrow people. We don't, we don't make, and we would jokes. do stuff like. We would do stuff like that. This is this calls for a master troll, which is that's all of us, isn't it? Anything else on her distributing Colombian products? It was very brave of him to do it in Essendon. <laughs> yeah, um, and to and to have an article about it. Like I know someone probably approached him, but he still talks. He talks it up, so he's clearly he's clearly in a good place with all these media interviews he's been doing recently. Hmm, that's good. Wonder why we'd be. Football is still a love of mine. It's something I hold dearly and I do enjoy, but it's time to move on and do something different. Yeah, those those, those words really sound true. Mm. He was trying to yeah. get into everything. He was trying to get into shit last year. Um, yeah, I don't believe you. Liar to you, Oh, here we go. Heard made several trips to South America last year. <laughs> several. 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 Okay. Several. Why would you need to do that, James? Maybe that girl who got arrested coming back from South America. That, uh, maybe she was working for James in his Escobar operation. Escobar's chocolates. <laughs> Chocolate Escobar's. Dragon is, Dragon is like, you know how all the drug people have fancy Spanish names? Uh-huh. What do you reckon his all, name all the be? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> El Jimmy. El Herdito. Uh, El Injector. 
El Hurdy. El Hurdy. It's not. It's not James. It's. 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 It's been. We've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's actually Hummus. <laughs> I think we've got everything out of that. We'll move on to a couple of brief talking points. Anything on Hawthorne's new CEO? Who's that? Um, she's a woman. She was an Olympian. That's all I know. Highly credentialed. Good CV. I yeah. Good. Good. What's your uh, name, Pink? I think. Uh, you don't even yeah. know the name of your new CEO. Look how high credentialed she is. You don't even know who she is. It's a Gaudry. See, I knew the last name, but I forgot the uh, forgot the first name. I hear she's quite the popular choice over on the Hawthorne board. Hmm. Well, we've <laughs> sort of turned into the Geelong board a bit today, uh, following that appointment, because everyone's uh, eating each other, just because. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got the, the idiot brigade who say, oh, she only got picked because she's a woman. Well, 48% of Hawthorne supporters hate women. L- look, that's exactly why you've got half the, uh, half, the, half the board tearing each other apart right now. Didn't I read that she was, she was petitioning to get on the Olympic Committee? So, obviously, she's credentialed in there. She'd gotten that far. She has a master's degree in management, bachelor degrees in science and commerce. Ah, she was instrumental in the creation of the Nitro I Athletic mean, Series. Let's be real. Hawthorne Football Club is a far more prestigious job than uh, Australian Olympic Committee. Mm. Yeah, that's because the Australian Olympic Committee, you've got to deal with all the fucking swimmers. <laughs> And so, kitty childs or whatever. She's made a good, uh, <laughs> no, kitty no, childers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, f- I do feel sorry for her. I feel she's been handed a sinking ship the same way Roughhead was. So this is this is what they did to Gillard. This is what they did to Gillard to sink her. They gave her a sinking ship and then went, look how bad she is. Women should never be in control of anything. Ha, 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 get in the kitchen. And that's what Hawthorne have just done to this woman. Mm. Why do you always hand us lemons? And, and, and same to Ruffhead. This is why you never put a ranger in charge. Oh, poor rangers. Oh. It was ranger day on Saturday. But it's good that we've got Pleasant. such competent hands steering our club ably. We've really lacked leadership over the last six months. I can't believe we've had the fucking CEO role unfilled for six months. Just shows what a shambles we are. But I really, uh, hopefully we get back on track. I really hope that Asada are on the case, though. I really want Asada to be watching this. I've just had a look at her recent non-executive dictatorships and roles. Ethics Committee, Australian Institute of Sport, Anti-Doping Review Violation Panel, Australian Government, Director of Australian Cycle, President Oceania Cycling Confederation, Vice President Union Cyclists International. So she's been on the Anti-Doping Review Panel and she's worked with cycling. No doubt there'll be Lance Lance Armstrong. Well, He's coming to clean up Hawthorne's mess. No, we, no, <laughs> we, we, the drug culture. We, we, we're going to yeah. get back. We're going to get on the gear uh, this year and make the finals. And she's got so much expertise. We'll never get caught. Another dynasty's coming up. Last of the talking points: the rumours of Nat Five to St Kilda on one point five a year. Cookson. Oh yes, please come the daddy. I just want to see them out. This would add another whole dimension to... We spoke of rivalries that exist or don't exist before. This would add a whole new dimension to the budding St Kilda-Fremantle rivalry, which, you know, needed a nice boost. It's been a while since Ross Lyon... Yeah, it it also needs someone to punch someone in the face, but uh, I'm sure we'll get there. Stephen Baker already did that. 
I wouldn't mind if it's a bit better source than Perth Breakfast Radio. Nah, I reckon it's a done deal. You could, at least it wasn't fucking Basil as your source, so you can probably rely on it. It wasn't Basil or Kim Hagdorn. Or Brad Hardy. <laughs> yep, nah. It's, 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 it's a done deal. It's going to happen. Oh, the mouse will be glorious. Sports maniac would probably die of salt. I think the best part will be when you use Hawthorne's draft pick to get in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hawthorne, you could have had that five. And they've been talking it up for two years, how five's coming to Hawthorne, blah, blah, blah. And then just to see just to see him get landed with the draft pick they could have had. They still talk about fucking pick one in the preseason draft, for fuck's sake, on our board. It really is a fucking... The, 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 lack of, the lack of success. Some people... I've, I thought I wasn't taking it well, you know. Go check out the Hawthorne board. It is a shit fest. Let's go on to questions. Craffles asks, is Joe Danaher's moustache weighing him down and impacting his ability to kick straight? Yes. No, I don't think so. Yes. I think, I think, it, it I think it's the added weight of having three extra supporters. <laughs> Maybe we should get to change to help Joe regain his... Ability. Shave it. It's a terrible moustache. I think the reason it's weighing him down is it's putting out a pressure on him. Like, he's being surveilled by police and he's being put on the sex offenders register. He's not sure why. Well, it did, it did make for a good contest in the ruck on the weekend because it was pedo versus pedo. <laughs> <laughs> and final question from Ilksy, and this is directed to me. What's it like working for a fascist regime that unfairly targets respectable long-term members? And remember, the Nazis were just following orders too. Well, I rebut that. I was not following orders. I Andrew Mackied that and stayed the fuck out of it. So I'm no neither I'm neither Hitler nor no. nor SS. Oh no. I'm Andrew Mackie, and that's probably worse. No, Wait, no. plenty are... of, plenty of Nazi Nazi concentration camp guards Andrew Mackied it too. They just said nope, no no parts to deal with it, but they stood by and watched it happen. You're as bad as those guys. I didn't you even defend it. I didn't even defend it. I posted like three times in that thread before the You film. are nothing you, but a cowardly accomplice, you dirty Frenchman. Yes, yes, I was the French. I just laid down. But you I were was the not French. a Nazi. You laid down like a little coward boy, didn't want to speak up and say, hey, what you're doing is actually devaluing the title of a welcher. Well, it, was, it wasn't my idea. It was Chief's. Yeah, but that doesn't mean any idea he has is a good one. Well, Surely I, I, we... I, it's his site, and I let it run, and I didn't particularly care. But I knew he was going to get rid of his it. His one only good idea was Bigfooty itself. Every other idea has just been a turd. Plugger <laughs> <laughs> is right about the mods. We all laughed at Plugger, but the, mod, the crazy what, man's what, right. What did Plugger say? Is this an umpire's thing? No, about you being drunk on power. Oh, um, yeah, got a bit drunk what, on power, the... and they all thought it was real funny. It was real funny. That's it was funny. funny. Okay, let's go to this week on the bay, and we'll begin with thread of the week, because that should be shorter. I think it should be that thread, the Craffles Anzac Day thread. Yes. Yes, yes it should. Honourable mention to Jasny, though, for the things less cringeworthy than Joe Danaher's celebration. Dan said this before, the picture threads, just posting threads, are generally pretty good value. I've uh, quite enjoyed um, quite enjoyed Ask Basil today, late entrance. I enjoyed Sam Managola. Oh, no. Sam Managola. I, I really liked Sam Managola. That was very good. Sam Managola. Pagola was my player. Be afraid, Essen, because our pedo is going to molest your youth. Yes, Flogstradamus for maximum gornage on that, and great title. He who laughs last finally got a bump. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. 
Best is worst players being good again this week, especially with uh, Selwood getting a couple knobs. Yes, and Vesti just played the Horfs again by um, <laughs> convincing them that <laughs> Dangerfield and Selwood weren't going to go in until he put the pole up with, you know, a whole bunch of other Geelong players. Played that very well. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's the thread by Craffles. Yeah, Craffles with an honourable mention to Memagola. <laughs> yep, alright. Flog of the week time. Look, there's only one winner here. And go nuts, Morgs. There is literally no one. We are not taking any further bets. All bets are closed. The vlog of the week this week is trade draft. You What's stupid he... fuck of a human. <laughs> What's he done now? I don't give a fuck what is wrong with you. I don't give a fuck how many posts you have on this website. I couldn't care less how you feel. Mind your damn fucking business and stay out of my, my bets. Mind your own business, you little fuck. I will abuse you in real life. <laughs> Piss me off one more time. One more time and I will corner you at the VFL and I will make you look like a laughing stock. It is Ooh. none of his business whose team I support. It is none, nobody's business. It's a bet. It doesn't involve you. It doesn't actually affect your time on Big Footy. Shut up. Okay, so the gist of this is that much of the reason Morgs ended up in the welching position was because posters like Trade Draft could not tell the difference between someone who lost a bet and someone who turncoded. Yes, because apart from the fact that I've got about five fucking badges that are black and white from the Collingwood board, like where I have financially contributed to being a Collingwood supporter... That doesn't register in his head that, hey, mate, no, she's a Collingwood supporter. No, it's, oh, my God, there's an Essendon supporter lurk liking. No, you dumb fuck. Any dishonorable mentions? The fucking idiot Collingwood mods <laughs> who decided that they would side with Trade Draft and go, you know what, it's easier to punish these three people and leave them hanging out to dry than to do explain to this retard what's going on. Leave him alone. He's clearly not old enough to understand. He still sleeps in a cot after all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care how many fucking toys he throws out of that cot. He should have been told to shut up. Instead, I got a six-paragraph PM <laughs> about how it, is, how it is sacred. Your team on Big Footy is sacred and we shouldn't be changing it. Fuck off! <laughs> there was an entire thread that Ugak made of Geelong flogs, about a dozen yeah. Geelong flogs who turncoded to Sydney prior to the 2012 Grand Final. It happened last year when the Dogs made the Grand Final, a bunch of Bulldog supporters running around. Reap used to change it to North and go and post on the North board. It's well known. Oh, watch that! Watch an Adelaide supporter. We've got a Collingwood supporter. That his name's Seedsman and his team supported says Adelaide, and no one's ever questioned him. Where is that guy? That guy and disappeared. Since no, Seedsman he's still posting. He's oh. still posting on the Collingwood board. And, you and then you've got the curious you. case of Jasney who changes teams yeah. every second week. But it just shows why fucking team board brings out team the most board. special fucking entitled team people. Not team boards are the worst. Because I remember team during during the streak, like in 2013, home uh, when when Bosk uh, had to fucking change his sig for two weeks because we lost to Geelong. The fucking Hawthorne mods decided to board ban him for two weeks just because he fucking was showing up 
and people were getting triggered by the fact that he had like Geelong is the greatest team of all and their dynasty was better than Hawthorne's or something in his fucking sig for two weeks. I'm not allowed to reveal this PM because you can't reveal PMs, but it is a genuine joke of a thing. This is really all Collingwood's team's fault though, isn't it, Morg? Yes. This is not my fault. It's Scott Pendlebury's fault. He gets clog of the week too. <laughs> it's now, Maynard's fault. Now that Morgs has ranted, did anybody have anyone else they wanted to give a um, dishonourable to? Can uh, I give it to all the fucking Hawks and Cats supporters shit-fighting in apparently every fucking game day for it this week? Yes, you can. Yes, yes, yes. Like, okay, admit we smashed Hawthorne. Yeah, that's okay. You can have a bit of jokes, but... It's getting to stage where there's like one St. Kilda purse, 50 fucking Cats purse, 50 fucking Hawks purse. Oh, yeah, let's all laugh at Josh Bruce. There's that fucking Fred done. Seriously, we had a game. We, we played a really good game and we won. The people who were most excited about it were Hawthorne supporters. There's a problem there. The Cats bosses had a collective jizz fest over us smashing Hawthorne. And then the Hawks supporters... Yeah, return the favour the next day. Look, yeah, I've said this before, but Geelong Hawthorne shit fight is worse than the West Horsham one because at least the West Horsham ones, they stay in their lane. It's all confined to these West Horsham threads that if you know what you're looking at, you don't click on it, whereas Geelong and Hawthorne go and pollute everything else. It's even yeah. on the fucking main board drafts and trading board. Yeah. It's like the only it's, board yeah, it's not the, on. The thing about West Horsham is like you see a thread by John Hart Jr. <laughs> don't click on it. Do not click on it. But at least you you won't go into a game day thread involving fucking GWS and St Kilda. He won't be posting his graphs in there. You know, they, they, they're predictable like that. Any other dishonourables? Since speaking of team boards, half the cunts on the Saints board. Well, I want, I want to say that everyone who posted um, conspiracies in that Fremantle yeah. board thread, give it a read. It's called, yeah. It's the umpiring thread. All the team boards need a dishonourable mention, especially fucking Dr. Mike from Richmond, because he, he, this is what happens when team board mongs venture outside the team boards, is you get fucking Dr. Mike posting a thread on the main board about how uh, Adelaide are the greatest team ever, apparently in order to try and fucking rationalise Richmond's loss. Oh, you're just triggered by that because you, you're Hawthorne. Last week's poll, question was simply not that there's anything wrong with that, which if you listened, you know what we're voting on. There's Eight. plenty wrong with that, I can assure you. <laughs> Who'd you vote for, Dan? I didn't vote for any of them, period. You Andrew Mackey'd it. Yep, yeah, you, happily. Therefore, you implicitly voted for Mackey. <laughs> you, you, you want a bit of Mackey down your throat? <laughs> so 8.3% voted for Bob Murphy, Aaron Mullet, and Nick Del Santo. 33.3% voted for James Sicily. Fucking, that must have all been Hawfies. Let's have a look. Jesus. Yeah, they, they were. There three of three of them. Oh, of course. Um, and the winner with 41.7% was Jack Watts. I noticed you weren't the only one who squibbed that, though, Danzy. I'm pretty sure that Boss didn't vote either. <laughs> Of course he didn't. <laughs> There's no way he was going to vote. Cookie, what have you got for us? Can we, the coin's been disappointing in recent weeks. I've decided to go to the Netherlands. What's on the Netherlands coin to start off with? There's a coat of arms, which is a lion with a crown, and it's got a 1 and a G next to it. And there's a photo of, I think, the Queen of Netherlands. Oh, Juliana. I bet, she, I bet she's more better looking than Elizabeth. That's for sure. St. Kilda Giants. Oh, this game's going to be a fucking mauling. Well, let the coin decide. It is. 
St Kilda. Fuck's sake, this guy must be on drugs. No Toby Green, no Giants. North versus Adelaide. It's going for North. Oh no. Ooh. Coinstone. Well, it is down at Blundstone and not Eddie had, so who uh, knows, the Crows might not have a great record down there compared to where they normally be. Dan, can you tell us? It's not at Eddie had, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Collingwood Carlton. This one could be interesting after like, this week. They're both up and about. Heads. Collingwood. Collingwood's big banner box. Bang. Port versus West Coast. West Coast on the road. Come on, coin. It's going for Port. No surprises there. Gold Coast versus Geelong in the Zach Smith Cup. And the coin has gone for... It's gone for uh, Tails. Geelong. Bulldogs, Richmond. It has gone for another Tails. Richmond. Yeah, it's how you get back up. <laughs> Fuck off. Colas versus Bryans. Come on, Owen. It's feeling Colas. Oh, fuck you, coin. Demons versus Hawthorne. Jordan Lewis Cup has gone for Hawthorne. And finally, Frio versus Essendon in the Kepler-Bradley Trophy. Come on, uh, Bradley Gumbleton Trophy. It is going for Essendon. Okay, so anything to add? I'd... I'd like to begin with, it would be so lousy if Sydney lost to Brisbane this week. So lousy that I really almost want to see that more than any other result. I would happily accept zero tips if it meant Sydney lost this weekend. Do you want Basil as your avatar, Dan? I would willingly take that moron's face as my avatar for a week. If it oh, meant well, I, can, I can get rid of that now, can't I? No, no, no. Keep it. Put No, just Photoshop it. Put Danaher in like a cot or something. Yeah, no, I'm not, 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 allowed to, not allowed to change it. I have to just have dinner. Because yeah. oh, I, I don't want a welcher patch. Yeah, you, don't, you don't want trade draft to get upset. You can no. always change your location to the top. No, I might, yeah, I'll change my location to the cot. But I also, I just wanted to say one thing. Congratulations to Meb and HBF on their impending birth of their child. That's wonderful. A big footy baby. Baby Juddy. Baby, well, Meb and HBF, who met on Bigfooty and got married, are having a baby. Oh, so they they beat you to the punch, <laughs> you and you and you and Northern Lights. Oh, that's a shame. What a shame! It's not a race day. <laughs> it's not, not a race. race to have the first Bigfooty baby. <laughs> at, at least there'll be a bit of a competition when if I have a Bigfooty baby, as to who it's going to support. Well, Collingwood will still be around by then. <laughs> what if it supports the dogs? No, it will not. If it wants to live, it will not. In contrast to that, on a sadder note, Vale to longtime Bigfooty admin Fred, who passed away a bit over a week ago. He'd been on Bigfooty since the, basically the very beginning. He was also the one who read all the support emails, so if you got a ban overturned by contacting admin, it was most likely Fred that you had to thank. And then, of course, he played a pivotal role on the SFA board, which I know a lot of Bay Flogs are involved in. As Dan would say, a true ornament to Bigfooty. So, yeah, Vale. But yeah, back to the previews. I'm just going to point out, I don't know why we're on Friday night against GWS. It's going to be well, a shit crowd. Ninth last year. Yeah, but versus GWS, really? I think they expected you to kick on. Better you than Fremantle or Carlton playing on Friday night. Yeah, like you, you finishing ninth 
was probably expected to go. You're expected to go upwards, not backwards. Mm. Yeah, which probably true. hasn't been true to form so far. But hey, as Dan said, it's better than Carlton. Yeah, two two young sides on the on the improve. I mean, Kilda are definitely on the right trajectory. The really disappointing flops. thing that now that you mentioned that that I just remembered is that we haven't seen much of it so far, but certainly I do remember when the fixture came out. We are still set for an awful lot of Sydney Friday night games to come. I think oh, we've only seen yeah. one, which was the Collingwood Because I'm pretty sure there's only about half a dozen rounds this year where the Friday night wasn't the do- didn't have feature either the Dogs, Crows or Swans. What have they done to deserve marquee games like that? They made the grand final, Dan. <laughs> I don't give a shit. They haven't deserved it. <laughs> And, and the fact that there's Sydney kind of helps, you know, growing the game and all that. Yeah, so it's oh, going to be a who, little bit, a little bit like calm this year. So yeah, we got that to look forward. Oh to. yeah, they um they play us on a Friday night. Um, oh, that game. <laughs> I'm going to that game in Sydney. So uh, I hope they're still. I hope we. Uh, you, you shouldn't have a don't... problem finding a seat, Penal, because they <laughs> didn't show up before. They're certainly not going to now. Yeah, but yeah, don't even have a fucking seat reserved. I'm just gonna rock up. So yeah. It has the melts haven't started yet, but give it time and they will. Yes, that, I, th- I expect it to start after that game, round ten, because I think that's their next Friday night game, and it will be a shit fest. And they're pro- yeah, because they're probably all back ended for the late in the year. That's when they expected the games to matter more. Anything else on any of the games? North will probably no. lose big time. Well, you're going you're going out on a limb. Yeah, against yeah. the crows. <laughs> well, it's not at Eddie has their chance. Does, does anyone give us a chance just based on the fact that it's Melbourne and that's the sort of game they could lose? Yeah. You guys, I, I had a look at your odds earlier. You guys are paying like 270 to win. I'm jumping on that. I actually do agree with that. This is the sort of game they lose. Like, they actually, considering all that happened in Essendon, even though Essendon played their grand final sort of against Collingwood on Anzac Day, with all the injuries Melbourne got, they were, weren't expected to beat Essendon. They pulled one out against the odds. And now that they're, ex- and they beat Hawthorne last year against the odds, now that they're expected to do it, you're right. There's every chance they don't. Yeah, because normally it's the sort of game where, like, they'd beat us last year, and mm. then they'd lose to fucking Essendon the following week with their exactly. Uh, top, so was it was it uh, GWS or something? They beat first round and then lost, lost to, to Essendon. Uh, then lost to they beat you, they lost to Carlton. Yeah. Yep. So, so this year it'll be a role reversal. I'm yeah. actually feeling uh, slightly confident about this game. Anything else to add on next week's games? Dogs I Richmond. I don't think we'll win, but then again, they might not kick straight again. Teams have not been kicking well at Eddie had this year. Whichever team takes their opportunities will win. We are without Nan Curvis, so that's going to hurt. It'll be time to bring back Ivan, I think. Can you bring Oren out of retirement? Maybe you'd be better off with Oren. Hey, no, big, big boy McAvoy's been phenomenal the past Ever three since weeks. Ever gave it's... him a bake. Ever oh, since you I gave him the shit out of him for weeks, and now he plays one good game, and you're back on the wagon. He's played like three teams. amazing games in a row. He's amazing. been average... He's Amazing. been averaging 120 in the, in yeah. the 120 move, plus move, in the Super Bowl. Move aside, I have a new favourite now. Forget the Sean Greek thing. He's our best player right now. He he is our best player. That's where we're at as a Actually, club. there's another reason why I'm pissed off with Hardwick. Sean Grigg had to ruck as our second ruckman, and he went from our seventh best player to like our 14th because he couldn't actually play his proper role. It was really annoying. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's this page that I'm on Facebook. 
well, this is a group, it's called AFL Banter, and someone just posted it on it and said, here is the reason Freo can't ever beat West Coast. This biased, disgrace of an umpire does approximately 15 games a year in WA, including two derbies. Here, Dean Margetz is attending an Eagles game and his wife is wearing an Eagles beanie with Margetz's number on it. The game last weekend was a sham with another West Coast free kick count, 20 to 13, including five goals from soft free kicks in the forward half. He should be banned. <laughs> oh, so, someone, someone, someone needs to get on there and say, oh, can you believe that he was the best man at Dean Cox's funeral? <laughs> I heard he was the best man at Dean Cox's funeral. You know, that's almost like a that's almost like a perfect troll. Like it might not even be his wife. It might be a really funny West Coast supporter putting my gets on their jumper. But it doesn't even look like a West Coast Eagles beanie. It's just a blue and orange beanie with a six on it. It's not a West Coast beanie. It's just a a beanie with a six. Oh, so we need some X Files music here. Don't Anyway, this was the Flogcast for round seven. Burnsy joined by Morgsy. Adios, Flogs. Danzy. No. We're not running with this Danzy, Burnsy, nicknamey, Paul Rusey bullshit. Yes, we are. Why not? Because it's crap and it's gay. <laughs> What's with everything being gay now, Danzy? <laughs> I don't like it as gay. I'm starting to sound like my 12-year-old self when when you were when you were a kid. Yeah, Something was shit. You'd gay. say that's gay, man. That's gay, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you sound so gay. <laughs> Very gay. But no, Danzy. Just think about it. How long have been running with Adelaide Daddy Hat? That's about how long you got to look forward to with this one. Yeah, well, that, that at least that at least has legs. This 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 whole nickname thing is just <laughs> this. It's what Danzy. You're such a sook. <laughs> what you like? You like Morgsy or something? Do you? Or do you yeah, like... It's fine. I got no issue. It makes no her issue. laugh because then you get annoyed. Because as soon as I, he says it to oh, someone else, okay. that means so you're going to get. So, so if I embrace the nicknames, then it's like it's kind of like you won't. Like, you know, we'll just, well, we'll you, just, you won't embrace it. You won't embrace it. It's physically impossible you do, for you. Even if you do, we'll just take it as vindication that they work. And we'll so, there's keep no, there's, so there's no winning from my point of view. I, 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 I... Now you're getting it. You can either rage <laughs> silently or rage openly. <laughs> deal with it, Dan. Next week. No, yeah, I will deal with it. I'm not coming on next week. No. <laughs> we didn't even give no. you Flog of the Week this week. Can we give it to him now? No, no yeah. you can't. It's too late. It's too late. You've already named Trade Draft. Seriously, I am not topping Trade Draft because of the nickname. Trade <laughs> <laughs> Draft. <laughs> Trade drafty. Good old tradesy. Trade drafty. Kotsi. 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 Everything has a nickname now. Cooksy. I'm Jacksonville Invil. I'm Jacksonville Quick. Thank you, Hawthorne, for our first round draft pick. <laughs> Ooh, and that rhymed. That was their banner. Oh, that was their banner. That was the Damn. one you liked. And Peensy. <laughs> I wandered through a forest thusly. And decried, God, Hawthorne a shite. <laughs> I can't even rhyme because I'm also shite. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Shakespeare. <laughs> Very poetic, Penal. Warm summer. Even his poem sucked. Do you remember his victory one? That was fantastic. But now. Hawthorne are killing him. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.